It's such a joy and a delight to have you join us for today's broadcast. I trust that today's broadcast will be a blessing to you. Why don't you sit back, relax, and please don't change that channel and let us see what God has to say to us today. Never let that be the reason why you do any good thing that you do. It's interesting the metaphor that Jesus uses for the word of God. He calls it a seed. I don't want what God has for you, but I want all that God has for me. Matthew chapter 6 and Matthew chapter 13 where we looked at the parable of the sower in Matthew chapter 13 and the instructions Jesus gave where he, 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 he mentioned three things that if the believers will do them and that in fact when the believers dodge them the believer can do them in secret does not need to expose or announce or intimidate anybody with their obedience because God sees in secret that if believer will do them in secret those those habits as it were are so powerful they're so poignant that God as a result of watching the believer doing them in secret he God is going to bless bless the believer in the open say amen somebody in other words, people might not know or see you doing them, but when God blesses you as a result of you doing them, everybody's going to know because it's going to be a blessing that you cannot hide. You know, there are some blessings you can't hide. There are some blessings you cannot hide even if you want to. God said, this one, you can't hide it. Say amen, somebody. So Jesus said that about giving, and then he said that about praying, and then he said that about fasting. And we agree that if you want 30-fold, just do one. If you want 60-fold, do two. If you want 100-fold, then do three. Say that with me. Giving, praying, fasting. Say it again. Giving, praying, fasting. It's as if this uh, three, three in one, so to speak, you know, it's a typology of the Trinity, the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit, three in one. We see its typology again and again as we examine scriptures. Because as we look at giving, that's what I want to look at this morning. That's what we are going to look at this morning. As we look at giving and we look into the word of God, we see three kinds of giving. And I say the word of God because the word of God is much more than the Old Testament, than the New Testament is also the Old 
I'm nervous of Christians who want the blessings in the Old Testament. I am the seed of Abraham and his blessings fall on me. They want the blessings of Abraham, but they do not want the responsibility of Abraham. It doesn't work that way. Praise the Lord. Please understand that our faith, our Christian faith, is not just a Christian faith. It's a Judeo-Christian faith. It is not an offshore of Judaism is an offshoot. Judaism is the foundation with which Christianity is built. And you cannot have Christianity. Listen, your God is a Jew. What are we talking about? He's a Jewish rabbi. Praise the Lord. He started his Christian ministry in the synagogue. That's in your Bible. The Bible says, as his custom was. That's in your Bible. In other words, Jesus was a regular church goer. If you're not a regular church goer, you are not like Jesus. You are not doing what Jesus did. He went to what was the church at his time and he went regularly. It was his custom regularly and he started his ministry in the church, in the synagogue, in the Jewish synagogue. Praise the Lord. So when we are looking at the concepts of God, we have to trace it from the whole of the Bible in order for us to understand what we are dealing with. If you want to know Ayurajim really well, why he has this thick accent, it's funny. I've lived in this country 25 years. And all these little children, they come, and in three months, they change their accent. My own won't change. Original. No, Vicky. He's just there. The boy is African. Not just African, he's Jebu. <laughs> you see, it flow and leak out of the mouth. So, for you to understand, you have to look at my history. And human beings are always going to be human beings. But the important thing is that you arm yourself with information and knowledge because when you do, no devil in hell is going to be able to trick you or deceive you or prey on you. Let me tell you something. It's, that's not going to stop. It's in your Bible. Wicked people are going to use religion. They're going to use the Bible. They're going to use church. They're going to use Jesus. They, they don't mean you well for nothing. They are going to use prophecy. They are going to pour oil on you because they are all after your money. They want to pray on you. So the only way, listen to me, the only way you can vaccinate, vaccinate means to protect, to protect yourself is to make sure you understand what the Bible is saying. And that's not just true for church. That's also true for investment. That's true for medicine. That's true for law. For law. Because just as how you have fake preachers you have fake doctors, you have fake lawyers, you have fake accountants and all of these are out to prey on you, to deceive you, to use you, to take advantage of you and when you know how to arm yourself by doing your own work and getting understanding, no man on earth will be able to use you and prey on you. That's the solution. That's the only solution. The only solution is for you to get knowledge, get understanding, so that nobody will be able to deceive you. Say amen, somebody. 
Sometimes, if you are able to think, some of this stupid stuff. Pray for me, pray for me. You know that that that, that came out too hard and too strong. Some of this, some of this doesn't make sense stuff. And be a nice pastor Sunday. It's just, it's just like saying, I'm not going to use a cell phone because they didn't use cell phone in the Bible. I'm not going to use a microwave. I'm not going to fly in the area. I'm, I'm, I'm going to New York. I'm going to walk. Walk, walk, keep on walking. <laughs> I mean, come on. Let's be real. Only play tight and life. That's not true. Because most of them were either, you know, like Cain and Abel. Cain was farmer and Abel was 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 life to, well, they, they only pay, pay tithe to crops. That's what they say. So I argument with some silly stuff. I heard, oh, in the Bible, they only tithe, tithe through mint and through onions. And you know, those are just agricultural products. Only product. That's not true. That is not true. Those that were farmers, of course, because that was their livelihood. That was their increase. Tithe just means the tenth. Of course, they tithe what they did. That was their, that was their commerce. Praise the Lord. Now, those that were uh, livestock rearers, they tithe in animals. Because that was their commerce. So the issue was not the specificity of what they did. The issue is the principle of putting God first based on what was their commerce at the time. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, now, now. The first rule of the tithe, let me, let me, let me, let me. Let's look at two scriptures to establish that. We'll look at two scriptures. Two scriptures quickly. Second is 31 5, and we look at Nehemiah 10 35 right after. As soon as the commandment was circulated, the children of Israel brought in abundance, watch this, the first fruits of grain, wine, honey, of all the produce of the field, and they brought in abundantly the tithe. So you see that. They brought in the first fruit and they brought in the tithe. They cannot be the same because if it was the same, he would not have said they brought the first fruit and the tithe. Say amen, somebody. Someone say, meet Ayuajin and Ayuajin. You say, oh, you need to say psychiatrist. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So the reason why he mentioned that is because they are different. Now, let's, let's, at, the amount of, at the amount of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. Let's look at Nehemiah chapter 10, verse 35 and 37. Look at it. And we made ordinances to bring the first fruits of our ground. And the first fruits of all fruit of all trees, year by year, you see that? The first fruit was brought every year, year by year, to the house of the Lord to bring the firstborn of our sons and our cattle. Now, you see cattle. So, it's not just agricultural product. See, it's only when you don't read your Bible, they'll be fooling you with silly stuff. Let me tell you, first fruit principle is so important that even first children, I'm, I'm, I'm a firstborn, firstborn children, they belong to God. But because God did not take human sacrifices, they had to use animals. Thank God, thank God, thank God. <laughs> they had to use animals to redeem firstborn children. That's what you see. That's one of our sons. Read your Bible. How can I explain this to you? Everybody we celebrate in our contemporary, contemporary one is because they are givers. Martin Luther King, you know, just talk about, I know you all went to work on his birthday. And when we were in New York, you don't go to work on Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King, your day is almost, it's like Christmas Day, New York. Praise the Lord. Why? Because he spent his life for others. He gave his life out for others. 
Praise the Lord. Everybody we know that lived their life, that we celebrate, live like, their life like that. That's why we want to kill many of our African leaders who just looting, looting, looting. They're selfish because we all, we all innately cannot stand selfish people and we celebrate selfless people. Because it's in selflessness, the giving of self. Jesus put it this way. He said, when you lose your life, you find it. When you cling to your life, you will lose it. Praise the Lord. So many of us, we are irritated by selfish people. We are like that. So the God who has given you everything, give you your life, give you your strength, give you your wealth, give you your wisdom, give you connections, give you, give, he has a right to ask you for anything. Because there's nothing you have that God didn't give to you. If it wasn't for God, you wouldn't even have your mind together. Are you hearing what I'm saying? He gave you everything. He's the God who died for you to redeem you back. So he has a right. He has earned the right to ask you for anything. Praise the Lord. Yes, you're correct. Much of the teaching of the specificities of this wisdom we're talking about is found in the Old Testament. That's correct. In the New Testament. In the Old Testament as opposed to the New. But you see, when I went to medical school, they didn't teach me two plus two in med school. They expected me to have known that, to have been taught that in elementary school. They moved on and built on what had been taught. It's similar here. Because the revelation is in the Old Testament. And in the New Testament, it was a better covenant established on better promises that is built on the old. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. I have to say something about that. I have to say something about that. Something about that. The Bible says the New Testament is a better covenant established on better promises. You know that, don't you? And Jesus said, to whom much is given, much is required, Right? Now think, why will God require first fruit tithe from those that had a worse covenant unless from us that have a better covenant who have received better? Now just think about that. If you think about that, you see, even, even all of this, you won't need no theology. You won't need no theology. Just think, just, just, just think. We have a better covenant, better promises. If God required that from them, why will God require any less from me? That's why you will never find in the New Testament, never find anywhere where he tells you any of this is obsolete. Men may say that. You will never find anywhere where he tells you it's obsolete. In fact, what you will find is flashes of it. It's flashes of all of this. References being made. Let's look at Matthew 23, verse 23 in the New Living Translation. These are the words of Jesus. If you ever, you ever, you ever, Jesus never tithed. You hear that before? Jesus never tithed. <laughs> he grew up a Jewish boy. He was a Jewish rabbi. It's like, it's like writing Asher James' autobiography and saying he never went to church. He's a pastor's child. He had no church, church every day, all of his life. <laughs> I cancel school program because of church. Tell them your father is your pastor. You're not going Sunday morning. You're not going. Wednesday evening, you're not going. Tell them. 
Oh, daddy, no daddy me. You're a pastor's child. Don't play. Praise the Lord. Because if it wasn't for God, you wouldn't be in that school. It's supposed to be Christian school and they're telling you come somewhere Sunday morning. No! Not here. Praise the Lord. Thank you. You know, so you say Jesus never talked. Well, Bible didn't say Jesus didn't use the restroom. So Jesus never used the restroom. So silly things people say. Praise the Lord. Bible says Jesus worked, but never said Jesus slept. So Jesus just or Jesus ate. Jesus didn't eat. Come on. Praise the Lord. Now look at what Jesus said. What sorrow I wish you teach of the religious law to you Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are careful to tithe even the tiniest income from your herb green gardens, but you ignore the more important aspects of the law, justice, mercy, and faith. You should tithe, yes. I mean, what, what, what else do you need? This is our master speaking. You should tithe, yes, but do not neglect the more important things. Praise the Lord. Hebrews 7 verse 8. Hebrews 7 verse 8. Oh, the New Testament started from the book of Acts after the death of Jesus. Okay, I got you. Hebrews 7 verse 8. You know Hebrews is after the book of Acts, right? It's not Old Testament, right? I have you. Praise the Lord. Now look at this. Because this was written at the time this epistle was written by the writer of Hebrews that many theologians believe to be Paul. Look at what he said. Here... Mortal men receive present continuous. It didn't say they were receiving or they used to receive. I mean, what part of that English don't we understand now? This is not our Jim translation. This is Jim. So please, you can write it down, go read it at home. Here, mortal men receive tithes and then he traces the tribe because many times you have to go to the history to understand he traces it back to when Abraham our father in the faith who was the example for us and connected with God's prosperity and did it with his giving specifically his tithing so but, of whom, uh, but there he receives them of whom it is witness that he lives it connected with when Abraham tied to Melchizedek, Melchizedek to let the child of God know that this is God's principle for his provision. Praise the Lord. This is not talking about going to heaven. Oh, if you don't tie, you won't go to heaven. Anybody that told you that lied to you. It's not about that. It's not about that. But this is about connecting with the covenant of overflow of prosperity that God wants for every child and he clearly states in his word for what we need to do to connect with what God will do for us. Say amen, somebody. Hallelujah. So we see flashes of it. We see references to it. We never hear that any of this giving is obsolete. Because this is what God established for his people from early o'clock. And yes, the method has changed. The method has changed. You know, the, the, in the Old Testament, you saw that, Nehemiah and, and, and Second Chronicles, they brought the first fruit and the tithes. They brought it to the priests. Now, this is important. I have to share this with you. They brought it to the priests. The priests were not supposed to walk. The Levites, they were not supposed, they were commanded not to walk. It's not like now. 
I work. I've never gotten a pay for, for, from this church, but I, I pay my bills. I send my daughter to college. Praise the Lord. They, they were, so the, 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 the first fruits and the tithes, they were supposed to maintain the priest. The priest had to now tie to the high priest. That's in your Bible. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, Jesus has made all of us kings and priests unto him. Say amen, somebody. You are the priest over your life and your home in Christ Jesus. And then in Hebrews 3 verse 1, he said, Jesus Christ is the apostle and the high priest of our confession. That's in your Bible. Hebrews 3 1, you can check it. The apostle and high priest of our confession. So, every one of us. Oh, Pastor, but you are not a Levite. Why do you collect tithe? I don't. I don't. I'm obligated if I want the blessing of God. Because it is not how good you preach it that God will bless you. No. It is how good every human being is like an elastic band. Always remember this. Every man, now, because we are different, our elasticity differs. The same thing affects us differently. But we are all elastic band. If you apply enough pressure, no matter how elastic somebody is, they are so spiritual, they talk to Jesus when they are eating and sleeping. In their dream, they are talking to Jesus. If you apply enough pressure, one day they will snap. When they snap, see when elastic, you know, you fight, they go back. You fight, they cook for you. You fight, they clean the house. When they snap, If I let me make it specific, when the woman snaps, <laughs> you know, when, when she hasn't snapped, she's still taking all your nonsense. She's still loving you, acting crazy. She's, she hasn't snapped. When she snaps, you better carry your stuff and come to my house. You're not staying there. You're not staying there anymore. You're not staying there. Let me, let me, let, let me take this thing. <laughs> I'm just helping my brothers out so they can understand. Because so men cannot understand. Because, they, you know, because, because you're doing stupid stuff and she's taking it. So you think she's going to do be like that forever. You, that's what you think. You better. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me. Let me. Let me. Have we finished that slide? My personal resolve. What's my personal? I teach it uncompromising. That's what I do. Regardless of what the culture, or because there's so much now, you know, in our contemporary culture, people are trying to confuse people. I don't care. Because I know what the Bible says. I'm going to uncompromisingly teach it because it's the truth of the word of God. And I'm ready to explain it for everyone who's going to, who's willing to, to listen. And I'm not going to, because of the critic and the cynic, deny the obedient from hearing the word of God. I'm not going to do that. I refuse to do that. I refuse to allow the silly assertions of the critic and the cynic stop me. From teaching this so that the obedient can hear it and they can flow and do it in faith. Say amen, somebody. I live it obediently. I do. I do. I live it obediently. Praise the Lord. Uh, uh, we're going to build a New York church. The year was 2011. 2011. 
Come to your church. Uh, I don't want to give you actual. I don't. Want, I, I don't want to give you actual numbers because if I do, some of you will force your kids to do emergency medicine. So I don't want to do that. Praise the Lord. Marathon, another sprint. We have to stop to celebrate what we've done. Praise the Lord. So we're going to do that. So after I mentioned each one, because we all did it together. So as I run, the, 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 the guys, they'll give me, bam, praise the Lord. Because it's what we did. Amen. Because everything we did here at one time was a goal. Did you hear what I just said? At one time, I presented it. This is what we're going to do. And now we've done it. So praise the Lord. Amen. We purchased completed renovation and dedication of our four million dollar new york church building debt free grace community center you can see it we've started and commenced construction in full force 2.5 acres we purchased in addition to the houston land lighting equipment in both new york and houston TV and radio ministry expansion, both New York and Houston. Prime Time World Network, 250 million homes. Decade Center, a Springboard for a Christian Educational Center. Multiple buses, Houston and New York. Totally paid off ministry loan. Almost $20 million in ministry assets. Amazing, amazing. But you know what? The best is yet to come. We are so thankful for the opportunity to be able to come to your home, your office, or wherever it is you're viewing this broadcast. Now, if you don't know Jesus, can I pray with you? Just say this simple prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come and be my Lord. I receive you today. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've prayed that prayer for the first time, please call to let us know. Our phone number is on the screen. We would love to pray with you. Or if you want us to pray with you concerning anything, we would love to agree with you in prayer. But be kind to go onto our website, call into our church office, let us hear from you. We would love to pray with you. Additionally, if the message has been a blessing to you and you want the message in its entirety for a small donation to the ministry, we will rush the CD or the DVD to you. Call in, let us know, we'll get it down to you. And if you're ever in the Houston area, we would love to have you fellowship with us at Grace International Church. Look forward to seeing you. And remember these words from Romans chapter 5 verse 17, the B part says, And we who have received abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness shall rule and reign in Christ Jesus. We will be back at this same station at this same time next week to bring you more word from the Lord. We love you. God bless you.